why don't you put apples in the fridge, honey? You put them on the counter. They're room temperature. They're just... They're so much more refreshing and Why don't delightful. you put the apples in the fridge when I bring them home from the store? Hmm. I did. Last time I did. I, the I, last one I did. Honestly, they just look pretty in the fruit basket. <laughs> Is the solution to put the fruit basket <laughs> in the fridge no. where there's already a lack of room? My fruit basket looks so nice on our counter. <laughs> There's, Honey, onion, there's onions and avocados in the fruit basket. I don't eat the fruit. The kids eat the fruit. So, the fruit. like, you have free reign to take any fruit you see and put it in the fridge. I don't I care. I know. I'm just in a habit of putting it in that basket, I guess. Well, the bananas are also near bananas the Bananas do not go in the fridge. Near the light switch. Well, I that's, that's the only thing I take a stand on. I just... And that, oop. Greetings, Internet. Welcome to But I'm Still a Good Person by Vince Nicholas. I'm Vince Nicholas. I'm joined by my sparkling wifey, Carolyn Nicholas. Hi. Hello, honey. Thank you for joining me at our dining room table for our little program here. Okay. We went on vacation. It was a two-ish to three-ish day vacation. We left here at Thursday morning, 12.30 a.m. We woke up at midnight. And we were out the door at 12.30-ish, 12.35-ish. We got to my parents in San Diego at 10.15-ish. There was traffic in LA. I forgot to account for it. Sorry! (laughs) Uh, I usually drive down on... I've been doing this drive for 20-ish years uh, from Sacramento and uh, San Francisco. Uh, I usually drive down on a weekend or a holiday... For whatever reason, I didn't take that into account that it was just a normal day. So it took a while to get down to my parents' house in the Tony suburbs of San Diego, California. Um, okay, so I, I, I just have random notes, thoughts, ideas from our vacation. We're going to talk about the food we ate. And then we're going to talk about Grandma T and my mom, <laughs> uh, who is a character and deserves her own uh, feature on uh, our little pod here. Okay. The first thing. Uh, we took your car. Yeah. Um, and a few weeks ago, you got uh, the... the uh, uh, Not ignition. Acceleration was having problems. I, was, I, I drove to work one morning. Yeah. As I, I'm getting on the freeway, all of a sudden, <laughs> I... I have an automatic car. Mm-hmm. I can feel as I push on the pedal to excel onto the freeway. It ain't working. It ain't it ain't switching gears as I go up in speed. Right. And it wouldn't get me past like fifty five miles an hour on the freeway. Yeah. And two weeks prior to our vacation, right. I started worrying. I know we're gonna take our car. Very worried. <laughs> yes. You went straight to Meineke. I did. Meineke came back to us with a bill for uh, an estimate. They did the diagnostic, whatever they do over there. Yeah. For seventeen hundred dollars. <laughs> yep. And I said, honey, <laughs> like I, I'm a dealership guy because I, I don't know jack squat about cars. Straight up. Like I, I can I can give I can give our family Wi Fi. I kinda know what I'm doing uh with the T V. Your uh, talents lie in other areas. Right. Not mechanical. I can get on the dark web, honey. <laughs> but uh in terms of a car, I've no so when my Nikki came back with a seventeen hundred dollar bill, I said that I think this is too much. It, it, it's a, for whatever reason, like either they're looking for things wrong or this uh, this uh, torque wrench should be two thirds of an inch over to the left. So here's 
a $300 bill. I, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know about cars. So I said, let's take it somewhere else. Second, so, and you said, how are we going to find it? And I said, I don't know. Well, a West Sac, West Sac Facebook that we're, we're a member of a couple of them. So I was like, let's hop in there and search around and find non chain, right. Meineke, Midas, non big different. Bus- big business. Right. Big car business. Right. Uh, so we took it. So we got a second opinion, much like, uh, if you get cancer, I need a second opinion. <laughs> you don't have cancer. Okay, I'm, I'm healed. Uh, so Meineke, $1,700 bill. We took it to a place called Martin's Integrity Automotive. Little local West Sacramento joint. Right. Which, again, I found just searching via Facebook uh, West Sac. Yeah. I, I searched car repair or something. And this place had great reviews. Right. A lot of people su- suggesting it. We took it to Martin's Integrity. They have integrity in the name, honey. Uh, we took it to Martin, Martin, or whoever Martin <laughs> represented Martin. Uh, no, he's Martin. Right. He is the well, Martin. Okay, let's talk about Martin. So you walk, so you walk into Meineke, it's like uh, Disneyland. It's like a Whole Foods in there. Uh, you walk into Martin's, it's like a small closet. <laughs> it's a guy who's writing things down on a notepad, a mead notepad, uh, and it, it's it's not a corporate kind of process uh, thing. It's it's just a dude. And yeah. his fellow mechanics, I guess. I prefer this so much when it comes to cars stuff. Right. But it, it's super different. So Meineke in West Sacramento is on Harbor and West Capitol. <clears throat> Prime location. Big. Uh, they have a lot of slots um, for cars. They have a lot of parking. There's a lot of room in the lobby. You're like, eh, this is nice. This is what's going Martin, you walk into a little closet. It's a guy uh, <laughs> writing into his little mead notebook. Your appointment. You're like, okay. But you, you kind of get the sense that he knows what he's doing and he cares as opposed right. to some corporate totally. nonsense. I trust Martin. Right. So, Martin, we gave your car to Martin for two days. And they did all their deals, right? They did tests. And- they they did a bunch of tests. They drove it around. They took it on the freeway. They, <clears throat> they drove it around surface streets. He called me and basically said, we don't see what issue you're having. Nothing is wrong. It's running just fine. Right. And I said, what? Right. So and he he came back with zero dollars, zero repairs. Zero. <laughs> and one thing I want to point out is that Meineke, to get the seventeen hundred dollar bill, you we you had to pay a hundred fifty dollar diagnostic. Uh-huh. I did because the check engine light was on. Right. And so just to check that, it was one hundred and fifty dollars. And then Meineke came back saying, "Well, the ch- the check engine diagnostic came back like." inconclusive so they're just kind of guessing right that was another issue right they were just kind of trying to guess what was going on right so it wasn't even absolute i i i wonder like do they see okay this screw should be screwed in super tight and we gotta so it's been so we gotta screw it in super tight according to (laughs) the model or the manual and that's uh ninety dollars i i don't know i bet like anything at meineke and these other chains car places mm-hmm. if it takes five minutes to do yeah five minutes of labor they charge you an hour of labor yeah that's how it works i think so yeah. that's like what really racks up the bill yeah and i think just whatever a car goes through your car is 2012 yeah so whatever car has gone through in nine years and it's not the so this is the the this is how it should be a uh, factory fresh right off the lot in 2012 and it's a li- it's different in 2021. 
So we're going to charge $1,700. And they, they say, well, the $150 diagnostic gets folded into the $1,700. So essentially you, quote unquote, don't have to pay you it. You won't even notice. Right. But Martin did did his whole A to Z. And it was like, well, there's nothing wrong and we won't charge you. Right. Like, think, okay, cool. So $1,700 at Meineke. Zero dollars for Martin. And so we were still kind of like, this is quite the gap. (laughs) Yeah, by the way, we told Meineke, no, no thanks. We're we're just going to (laughs) leave. Yeah. And and I had him print out all the quote unquote problems. Right. It was like four pages of whatever diagnostics or this is what's wrong. This is what we can fix. So uh, and then we took it because we were like, "Well, what's up with this vast gulf? This wide gulf of seventeen hundred dollars, seventeen to zero, right?" So we took it to one more place, which an, another small uh, mechanic, mm-hmm. uh, and his name is Fidel Fids. Fids, right? Well, the the actual guy's name is Fidel, mm-hmm. and then his uh, business is called Fid Fids Fids <laughs> Fids F I D apostrophe S, short for Fidel. And we took it there just just to get a third opinion because seventeen hundred dollars, zero dollars, what the hell? Uh, Fid had it, Fidel, if you will. Uh, he had it for a day, two yeah, days, one one day, one day. Okay, twenty four hours. Uh, and he gave he he gave us a bill, and he said the serpentine serpentine belts. We're wrong or bad. Yeah. And then, well, 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 we talked to Fid. Yeah, we said, we're driving to San Diego. Yeah. We we don't With know what the family. heck is going on. We yeah. just want to make sure that we're good to go. And he promised us, I will look at your car. Yeah. If I would feel safe driving my family in this car, right. then I will give it back to you, safe for you to drive your family. Yeah. So instantly, I was like, Fidel, I like you. I trust you. Yeah. Is your last name Castro? Hmm. <laughs> Uh, and, and another thing was that I got the entire printout, the $1,700 <laughs> estimate from Meineke and I handed it to Fidel and I was like, because I, 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 again, I don't know cars. I don't know what to do. And I thought this can't hurt us. We can't lose anything. Fidel, Fid, 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 bro. So I gave him and he kind of read through it and he was like, okay. Uh, but he, he took it. He had it for a day. You said, yeah. Uh, and then he said, serpentine, serpentine belts, and your transmission needed regular service, fl- like flush. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Just uh, maintenance. Yeah, maintenance. <laughs> uh, and so so we went from Meineke to $1,700 to Martin, who's nothing's wrong, zero. And then FID came back, came back with us with those two items, serpentine and transmission, for $410. 410 Right. We picked it up. We paid it. The very next day, we drove down to San Diego, and she drove like a dream. Yeah. Like, it, it's running the best since it, I bought it. Absolutely. It, it handled the grapevine uh, <laughs> with, with well, I wouldn't say ease, but right, uh, right, right. I was very trusting and fit. It's still a 2012 Kia Sorento, okay? Right. Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So shout out to Fid. <coughs> I think we'll go back there for our future needs. Yeah. And it's super close. It's right next to yeah. Chuyita. Our favorite Mexican restaurant in West Sacramento. Okay, so that was our to get your car into uh, <laughs> summer shape or whatever, uh, top shape. Hot uh, car summer. <laughs> hot car summer. 
Uh, went from $1,700 to zero. We paid $400. Uh, okay, uh, the way down, our drive, our vacation. Uh, we used your uh, USB drive, honey, with a bunch of MP3s on it. Yeah. Uh, personally, uh, to, to listen to music in the car. Yeah. Uh, we grab a bunch of MP3s, which from Napster, if you will, <laughs> uh, and we listen to that on the way down. I thought there was too much Ariana Grande. Oh, Personally, there's a honey. lot of Ariana. Yeah. Uh, I okay. And she and, I, and she may have killed Mac Miller, honey. Hmm. No. If anything, she prolonged his life. Oh wow. I knew that you were gonna hate like at, at least seventy percent of the songs I have on my USB drive. I like BTS Dynamite. So, as you know, I was like semi awake because we were driving, and when a song came on, I'd immediately like skip it if yeah. I was like, "He's gonna hate this," because yeah. I don't want the scorn, I don't want the judgment. <laughs> I drove down, uh, and on the way back, I was like, "I'm gonna listen to BTS Dynamite for the entire drive." <laughs> uh, you also like Maroon Five Sugar. I yeah. noticed you cranked up the volume when that came on. That's true. It's a fantastic song, honey. It is. Uh, so we, it was about. We left here at 12.30 a.m. We got to my parents' house at 10.15-ish. So it was nine hours and 45 minutes. Way too long, but It felt we hit so traffic. long. It felt really long. Because it was long. <laughs> <laughs> and that oop. Okay. Uh, one thing I noticed was that... <laughs> so driving down the five from Sacramento to San Diego, West Sacramento to San Diego, it's... Is it a two-lane or is it a four-lane? It's a two-lane. It's two-lane. It's okay. the worst because it's a two-lane right. and you're constantly going back and forth. Right. Because in the right lane, you're stuck behind the giant trucks. trucks. Yeah. The 18-wheeler. What are they called? Yeah. Eight-wheeler? 18-wheeler. Whatever. Four axle. I don't know. <laughs> in the left lane, you've got these crazy people going 100 miles an hour. Yes. So it's like the right lane's 40 miles an hour. The left lane is 100 miles an hour. So yeah. you're constantly, as us, sensible drivers going 70, yeah. 65. Yeah. It's a constant, like, back and forth. But on the other hand, I think that keeps you alert and awake. So maybe that helps you not, like, doze off. Sure. And I had three and a half hours sleep because of uh, fear of my mom. Uh, Can we pause? Yes. Frankie has an ant, one of the ant traps he brought up from downstairs. And that, oop. Ready, spaghetti. So, yeah, the right lane is uh, truckers going 65 miles per hour. The left lane is reckless abandon. It's, it's it's madness. <laughs> it's scary. Yeah. Uh, but the one thing I noticed was that uh, the left lane, people going 80, 85 more, 90% of them were pickups. Yes. Pickups. Pickup trucks. Pickup bros. Yeah. Totally. Who don't have a family. Or <laughs> they have a family. They don't like them. <laughs> they have a family and they're on the run. Yeah. Trying to get away. <laughs> They're like, we're I'm I'm on a weekend or I I'm leaving you wife or but one pickup came like I was in the left lane doing 65ish 70 and this pickup came super close to my to our bootay our 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 uh, Kia Sorento bootay and so I got over and he just zoomed right by mm. and I was like that person hates his family or he hates his life and mm. I hope he dies without injuring other people, honey. Right. I hope he dies on his own on this drive without hurting anyone else because that would just be uh I think he needs to turn on BTS Dynamite. Uh, he needs to appreciate his family. Maybe. Yeah. And maybe. he needs to just 
Love his life. Maybe his maybe his playlist had too much Ariana Grande. Honey. <laughs> okay, so let's get to our stay. We stayed at should I stay at the hotel? Why not? La Jolla Inn by the Sea, uh, and Inn by the Sea. Yes, very, it sounds very quaint. <laughs> uh, for people who don't know, La Jolla is a part of San Diego that's very ritzy, very Tony, very posh. Uh, the, it's like I, I always. From high school, I said it's like Rodeo Drive of San Diego. Yeah. There's Gucci and there's Polo Ralph Lauren and there's super high end shops, uh, very touristy, uh, lots of businesses, lots of restaurants, lots of hotels. Uh, that's where we stayed. Uh, why did we stay there? Because uh, last Christmas when we went down, Thanksgiving, yeah. Thanksgiving <laughs> when we went down, uh, we stayed near my parents' house, which is about a half hour inland. In San Diego. And you think San Diego, oh, it's like Baywatch. <laughs> oh, there's David Hasselhoff running. No, there's a lot of inland in San Diego. San Diego's really big. Yeah, it's, it's huge. spread out. And and to and the more inland you get, well, to be frank, the cheaper the housing. Although my parents' house is quite pricey. 1.4 mil, yo. <laughs> uh, but uh, we, we stayed near my parents' house uh, in Thanksgiving yeah. last year. <laughs> In the past, we've wanted to stay as close to your parents as possible because we were going down for Thanksgiving. Right. And the, so that was like the focus of our trip. Yeah. But this was a summer trip. And so we thought the focus this time was going to be the beach. Yeah. The kids, we wanted to swim in the ocean. Yeah. And we really prefer the La Jolla beaches, I yeah. think. Like, well, the last Thanksgiving, we stayed near my parents and then we went to La Jolla just yeah. on a whim or I was like, where can I take my family? <laughs> and well... To get San Diego centric, uh, Pacific Beach, which we went to during the day, uh, a time, a time ago. You took me without the kids. That was just when you yeah. and I went alone. Right. But Pacific Beach is more like partying and nightclubs and bars. Um, and Ocean Beach and Mission Beach are in a similar vein. But uh, Thanksgiving last year, we went to La Jolla on a lark, on a whim. Kids loved it. Oh, it was so pretty. Yeah, it's it's beautiful and it's ritzy and like I said, it's Tony. Um, so I was like, well, we're gonna stay there and then we're gonna drive to my parents' house <laughs> because we want to spend the majority of time at the beach. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where we stayed. Um, La Jolla, yeah. La Jolla, if you will. Uh, first of all, like I, I, I thought that like I, I was thought. I was going to see, like, Instagram models were everywhere. Well. <clears throat> that was kind of the vibe. I, I feel like we did see some. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we, we saw, like, women in bikinis and then a guy with a super duper, like, f- fancy camera, not just a phone. And and there were photo shoots and it was like, okay, did, did, are we part of some? Is this an Instagram model? Is she an aspiring Instagram model? And I, I thought... Are they filming a reality show? We saw a lot of attractive people, but you know, we saw a lot of unattractive people as well. <laughs> well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> There's quite the mix. Yeah. But I, I I was like, well, it made me think of Laguna Beach, oh. the, the old MTV show that I loved, and The Hills, and it was, I, I was like, everyone here is gorgeous, mm. men, women, except me. 
and uh, well, some of the tourists, Whatever. some of the other tourists. <laughs> I felt like it was a really good mix. Uh, like I would look at some people and be like, "Oh wow, they're really good looking," and then I'd look at others and be like, "Okay, I fit in here." <laughs> I feel better about myself. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, what? So we spent a majority of our time around in the Shell Beach area. Uh, when we were just hanging out at the beach, laying on the sand, the kids were frolicking. Someone had a drone. Yeah. And I was like, what's up with that, dude? Because you feel like, well, what's the point of this? And then another another aspect is that, am I? are you filming? Am I, am, is my privacy being exactly. violated? Exactly. I feel like he pulled it out of their picnic basket. Yeah, it was very small. And he all of a sudden, it was really loud. Yeah. And it goes up and it... And I was like, so what are you doing? Because he wasn't, even, he wasn't right. even really watching it. Right. Uh, yeah, so I thought the same thing. Is he taking pictures? Is he recording? Yeah. It was very odd. I could see. Because it didn't seem like he was getting, like, any visual enjoyment. Right. It was well, so high up. I could see, like, a remote control plane being super fun to pilot around and fly. But this drone just kind of sits up there and then moves over here. And then <laughs> yeah, what was he doing? Was like, what was he doing? He was violating our privacy. We should, we should sue. Hmm. Uh, so uh, we were at uh, one of the beaches and uh, there was a rock about 50 feet away. <laughs> a giant rock. Yes. And I said, I'm going to go out there. Yeah. And then darling son, Lennox Albert... Yeah, you swim out there first by yourself, and yes. we saw you, and we were like, oh, hi. Right. It was so cool. And then you came back, and then Lennox was like, I want to go out there. Yeah. I was like, we're going out well, there. First I said, no, it's too deep. It's not safe. And then you said, babe, I got this. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it it is, it's it's not 80 feet deep, but there's some points where I can't stand up, um, and there's Helka kelp and like seaweed. There was so much like, it was like seagrass. Yeah. I don't know what it, yeah, it was, yeah, the water was not, it, there was a lot of foliage in the water. Yeah. And at one point it wrapped around my leg and I was like, how am I going to get out of this? Like, I was <laughs> like, well, I, I thought if, if I was, if I wasn't so fit, honey, and if I wasn't man who lifted all the time, I thought this could be bad. I could get yanked down mm. because th- there's just all this nonsense wrapped around your your ankle and how how do you it's like quicksand or something you played this down so much at the time i didn't know that because remember i was worried yeah and you're like i got this it's totally cool yeah i'm a real man i didn't know there was all these dangers happening i mean i saw the grass near the shore but you made it sound like it was a piece of cake yeah so i i said lennox we're gonna go out there we're gonna go out to that rock which again is 40 feet away maybe 30 maybe 50 uh and so half the time I was kind of carrying him, like uh, like when I like when he came out of your womb, honey. We were in, we were in the hospital. If you I saw him clinging to your arm and his little feet, like yeah, splashing. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, I, I wanted him to do it just to do it, and I knew it wasn't dangerous. He really wanted to. He's like, please. And at first I was like, no, it's so it's not safe. Yeah. And it's yeah, ver- it was very perilous. <laughs> and uh, and one thing he kept repeating was that I have thalassophobia, and I was like, "Well, what's that?" <laughs> uh, and thalassophobia is defined as persistent and intense fear of deep bodies of water, such such as the sea, ocean, pools, or lakes. And he tells me about like two thirds of the way to this rock, and I'm like, "Okay, well, thanks for telling me this, Len." 
<laughs> he always talks about this fear. He kept repeating it. <laughs> and I was like, well, we're, I, I, you're in my bosom. I got you in my arms. And the rock is right there. <laughs> we're almost there. And he, he kept repeating it. And then we got on the rock. And the waves were kind of smashing, but they weren't unmanageable. Yeah. Um, they, they knocked you around. But I said, just stay low on the rock. Uh, don't stand up when, when a big wave comes and, and you'll, you'll, you'll handle it. Uh, but again, he kept coming at me with the thalassophobia. I have thalassophobia. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's a fear of the ocean. And I was like, okay. Uh, but in the end, I'm, we got a good picture of me. <laughs> I got a, a, yeah, Luna took a picture of you guys. You yeah. were standing on the rock. You were uh, flexing. I was flexing. I took a really cute picture of you guys. You're both sitting down, <clears throat> yeah. facing away from the camera. Yeah. I've a, it's currently my phone background picture. Is it really? Yeah. Well, darling. It's so cute. Look it. Oh my gosh, that's me and Lynn. That's the back of me. You can yeah, see my... Yeah, you guys are both... It's both of your backs. You're like sitting next to each other, facing away from me. Yeah. Looking well, out at the ocean. Lennox looks good, but you can see my love handles, honey. <laughs> delete, delete. <laughs> uh, and then after a few minutes, I was like, okay, this is enough. And I brought him back again in my arms, in my bosom. Uh, but I thought that was a fantastic experience. And we got some pictures for Instagram, which is what really matters, honey. Uh <laughs> So that happened. Uh, next thing. Um, so Luna. So well, all three. You, Luna. I kind of just laid there for the most part. You laid on your towel on the sand yeah. for the majority of the time we were there. You, Lennox, and uh, Luna, darling daughter, darling son, started collecting seashells and rocks. Yeah, Luna was collecting seashells and sea glass. Right. That was like her her focus. And then she started. So she comes back with like. A lobster claw or whatever, right? <laughs> she, found, she found a lobster claw. She found two pieces of the lobster shell, like the big two. shell part. Yeah. But she only collected one, which she regretted not grabbing the second piece. Yeah. She found a second shell, and then she thought she saw the head, but she <sighs> didn't get it. So she became obsessed <laughs> with, by, with piecing together a former crab or no, lobster? No, lobster. It was a lobster. Okay. And so... She had two claws, and then the shell, the that, body, the yeah. body. They, uh-huh. I only know from Red Lobster, <laughs> and I was just like, "You're not going to bring this in our hotel room, and you're not going to bring this home." With and us. yet she did, right? And I, I, I found, I found it odd, <laughs> and maybe a little morbid. But to, well, I uh, collecting rocks and seashells. That's that's fun, but when you collect a Pieces of a former living being, honey. I mean, what is It was this? exciting. She even named it. She did. She named it Desmond, but then... That's right. Since it was dead, she changed the name to Deadmond. Ah, rest in power. Because Desmond was Lennox's second alternative Well, that was... Name? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She asked me on the beach. Yeah. What, didn't she ask me, what were you guys going to name Lennox? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I said, well, our second choice was Desmond. Yeah. And that's what she... Oh, because she was... For a while, she was like, this is our new brother. Right. <laughs> it was... It was like... She was like Morticia Adams, or is that, or is that Wednesday, Wednesday Adams? Adams. <laughs> I'm Morticia. She's Wednesday. Right. Luna Marie, Wednesday Adams. <laughs> it was... Is that lobster here with us? No. Nope. In our condo. She took it back to the hotel. Okay. And then when we were packing <laughs> up to come home, mm-hmm. she chose to discard of Deadman's Thank remains. You. Thank you. She did not bring him home. Thank you. 
Rest in power, dead. We took a picture so we could always remember him. Uh, Okay. So we drank boba. Uh, Now, boba. Boba. Uh, You paid uh, $12 for two drinks of boba, honey. (laughs) Uh, Now, this came about because uh, my mom's friend Cecilia was talking about boba. My mom was talking about boba. Your mom was, yeah. Yeah. And your mom, my mom's friend recommended a place. That we didn't end up going to, well, whatever. My 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 point is that you bought two dr- boba drinks for twelve dollars, so six dollars each, and we drank them. And I hadn't had boba for a while. Boba, uh, you got the cookies and cream flavor. Luna and I each got the Oreo boba. Yeah, but she got hers full sugar. <clears throat> yeah, the one that you and I shared, I got fifty percent sugar. Right, so it was. Half as much. Because I was on track. And it was plenty enough. Yeah. I can't imagine how sweet hers must have been. Yeah. It was so good. Did you not enjoy it? Was it not worth $6? It was not worth $6. <laughs> well, we broke it down, honey. <laughs> I was like, okay, what's going on here? So it, it was milk with some Oreos It was Oreo it. chocolate milk. Yeah. With some boba. Okay, so let's break it down. So there's chocolate milk, which costs a dollar. <laughs> <laughs> a dollar tree, yeah. Uh, and, then you, and then you crush up some Oreos, which may cost 20 <laughs> cents. Uh, and then the boba, boba, which is the featured player. Yeah. It's 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 gummy. It's like gummy worms without any flavor. Gummy balls. Gummy balls without any flavor. And I was like, this is not worth $6. Well, and then my, my second thought was... We need to open up a boba shop because the profit margin on these right? stupid boba drinks must be like 900% for some milk. So you crush up some Oreos, you throw some boba balls in the bottle. Voila, $6, please. It was so good. <coughs> and yeah, it wasn't worth $6, but we were on vacation. I just, I threw caution to the wind. Yeah. All my inhibitions were out the window. It, it was. I would have paid $20 for would, that boba. I wouldn't say it was so good. I would say... It was so good. It was milk with some Oreos <laughs> and some gummy worms, unflavored gummy worms in the bottom. It probably cost uh, $0.30 cents to make total. Uh, when you're talking about scale, honey, you're buying uh, gallons of uh, vitamin D milk at Costco. Uh, I, I was just like, no, never again. While Never did, again until we're back in San Diego. Right, on vacation. <laughs> uh, so what did we do on our vacation? Uh, the main thing we did was we talked about our cat. <gasps> oh my gosh, Frankie. Frankie, Bl- Frankie Blue Nicholas. That's all, we talked about him all the time. Constantly. What's he, what's he doing right now? Does he miss us? Does he miss us? Your mom, uh, Liz Fisher, mm. came over twice. Well, honey. Yes. We left Thursday, 12.30 a.m. Mm-hmm. I had previously... Set up an arrangement. My mom and dad were going to come over on Friday to check on him, feed yeah. him, play yeah. with him. Yeah. You were so worried about our baby, Frankie, Yeah. that on Thursday, midday, yes. you said, can you call your parents? Can they come Can they come over today? Yeah. You were so concerned. Yeah. Well, okay. So the <laughs> let me add more information to the story. <laughs> we have very little experience with a cat. Right. So Thursday morning, or was this Friday night, we poured him a bunch of food. Oh. Thursday, 12.30 a.m. Yes. One of something. Okay. So we woke up. We got ready to go. I made sure I left out two big bowls of food, two right. big bowls of water, because I knew he was going to be alone for at least like 
36 hours. Mm-hmm. It was Thursday morning. My parents were not going to come over Friday until Friday afternoon. afternoon. Yeah. Right. So I knew he had to make it like a day and a half on his own. Right. I, I see. I was in the camp of he'll be fine. <laughs> uh, he, he doesn't need a ton of food. But you poured him like a full, another <laughs> full bowl of food. Oh, yeah. It, okay. Two bowls of food, a bowl of water, and the second big bowl, mm-hmm. I filled with ice, actually. Mm. So it could, like, slowly... In the water. No, just ice. One oh, bowl okay. of ice. Because oh, I, I, I figured it would melt okay. and be, like, fresh and cold for him. Okay. But my concern was that you gave him a buttload of food. Yeah. And he was... Because, Frankie, it's happened before, <laughs> where he eats too much or too fast, and then he vomits. And so... Yeah. <laughs> so, on when, uh, Thursday in San Diego, I was like... Maybe have uh, Grandma Liz Fisher come over and check, because Frank, does Frankie need all that food? Again, I, I was in I was in the corner of like, he'll be fine if he doesn't eat for twelve hours, or <laughs> if if you if we wait till Friday afternoon to feed him. The Grandma Liz Fisher yeah. feeds him on Friday afternoon, uh, but you poured him a bunch of food, and so all Thursday. I was like, is he pooping? Is he puking? Is he overeating? Um, but th- that was my concern. Uh, and and so I, I asked you, <laughs> please have your mom come over. Because I don't want him yak- yakking on the kitchen floor, which he's done four oh, or yeah. five times. <laughs> yeah. um, but on the lighter side. That's all we talked about. We miss Frankie. We missed him so much. We missed him so... And does he miss us? No. The answer is no. <laughs> What's he doing right now? What's his reaction going to be when we come home? It was just... That, that's, that was like 60% of our conversation. We were, we were looking at pictures. Oh, yeah. We were talking about him. We were sharing like fun memories. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. This cat has taken our hearts and our souls. It's true. It's true. And... and my my, I I was like, well, what's he gonna do for two days until Liz Fisher comes over? I thought he was gonna be depressed, heartbroken, yeah, confused. Yeah, he was fine. <laughs> he was fine. <laughs> well, I thought he was gonna eat all the food you left him Thursday morning at midnight, <laughs> and uh, and then uh, vomit <laughs> somewhere in our home. <laughs> And then uh, for the rest of the time until Liz Fisher got here, just lick his no-no square because that, well, that's what I would do if I was left alone for uh, 48 hours, honey. Pig out and lick your no-no square. Yes. Yes. For uh, two to three days straight. Uh, Okay. Next thought. Uh, Like, I think the day before or two days before. So we, I, I was like. Listen, we, we enjoy the White Claw. Okay, <laughs> hard seltzer, whatever you want to call it. We're enjoying it right now. Uh, and so I had this grand idea of we're going to be in a hotel. We're going to be on the beach, near the beach in La Jolla. Let's drink. Let, let's have fun. We're adults. Let's have some alcohol. Let's throw some booze into the mix. Um, and so I was. I thought, well, let's buy a bunch of uh, hard seltzer, White Claw, whatever you call it. Truly um before we get to the hotel and then just enjoy it and uh, but the day before or two days before i was like i don't i don't care about getting drunk yeah because well one the bar the hotel didn't have a bar 
<laughs> which is very rare. It's, and uh, well, a, it's about it's like the equivalent of a Motel Eight. A tad askew, it is. <laughs> it's the Motel Eight of La Jolla. But I thought, well, I because the hotel doesn't have a bar. I don't want to be constantly obsessed with drinking. <laughs> um, I, I just want to kind of enjoy our family and our right. time there. And I, I don't want to think about getting drunk or think, think when's the next time I'm going to get drunk or I need to get drunk as fast as possible because we got to leave in a few minutes. So I, I the day before or whatever, two days before, I said, babe, I'm I'm over drinking and let's not let's just not drink. Let's yeah. not throw and, alcohol booze into our vacation. And we didn't the entire time. Yeah. And I, I'm happy with that. I'm glad we did. I'm glad we stuck to that. Absolutely. I'm super glad. Um, I mean, even when we went out to eat, we went to one restaurant because Grandma Tina fed us like, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. like hogs. She cooked us for us a couple times. Yeah, we went to one uh, nice restaurant. I didn't even drink a beer because who cares? No. Um, and so I, I thought that was a different me or a maturation. or A more mature you. A more mature me. Uh, I, I just didn't. I was like, who cares? Yeah, I'm gonna have fun, um, and I don't I don't need alcohol. Whereas back in the day, <laughs> how how can we how can we get let, uh, the alcohol and then the vacation comes uh, second? Right. How can we fit as much alcohol into this vacation as possible? Yeah, um, maybe that's a sign of uh, you're more of a, like a father figure. Yeah, I mean, this was a family vacation. This wasn't like in the past when you and I have gone alone on to places together. Yeah. I'm really glad we did this. Yeah. Um, I didn't and, miss it. I, I didn't right. even notice. I didn't think about it. Right. Yeah. So it was, and, it was and, cool. And to be frank, like a week before I was like, we're going to stuff that <laughs> hotel fridge. <laughs> the mini fridge. The hotel room fridge <laughs> with a uh, hard seltzer and White Claw. And then uh, the, where's the nearest bars to this hotel? Uh, but a couple of days before I was like, who cares? Whatever. Yeah. I'm enjoying my family. Uh, th- I thought that was a, a big moment for, for me, for us, for our family. Uh, okay, let's talk about our hotel. First of all, there were low ceilings, which were very odd. So low that Luna jumped up and touched it. Yeah. Lennox tried. He got pretty close, but he, he couldn't quite do it. Well, th- this was the hallways. Oh, right. The hallway. The rooms were like normal, but then yes. the hallways were like a couple inches from the top of my head. Yeah. Very, Why? I, I don't know. It was very <laughs> odd. It's a Motel 8. That hotel, the hallways especially, <laughs> they could have been the setting of like a horror film yes. or like a post like a an apocalyptic. Apocalyptic. They were very like creepy and dark and yes. dingy. Yes, <laughs> The Shining. Ever hear of it? Hmm. Uh, the blankets on the bed. Ew! Horrible. I was so uncomfortable. They to me they were like bathroom rugs. Like it was. Like, what these blankets are, are the worst blankets ever. It felt like uh, the texture of, like, a hotel towel. Like, a really cheap hotel towel. Mm-hmm. It was rough. It was thin. It wasn't cute. It wasn't cozy. <laughs> it, was it wasn't so snuggly. Cool. It wasn't bad. It didn't keep you warm. <laughs> it was... It was. Oh. Everything was gross. Right. Well, how I picked the hotel was, what's the cheapest? We and picked, then, <laughs> it was and the then, absolute cheapest La Jolla hotel. It was. And again, La Jolla is like uh, Laguna Hills, <laughs> Laguna Beach, or whatever. Um, but the rooms were a hundred forty-ish bucks a night, 
Uh, and after that, it kind of skyrocketed the price range uh, to over 200 to easily 300 and I just wanted cheap because I thought, well, we can, we can, uh, we can suffer. We can make yeah, it. Yeah, totally. We're not, we're not ritzy. We're not like high maintenance. Right. And also it was really important that it was, it was a walking distance to the beach. Yeah. And it was, it was only like two blocks from the beach. Totally. Which I loved. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the blankets were <laughs> horrible, horrible. Uh, and then, and, and this is just a. This is what happens at low rent hotels or motels, but everything was very loud. If someone walked, <laughs> you you heard doors close. Yeah. If someone walked down the hallway, you heard them. It, so all, it was kind. Of, it was hard to sleep. It was hard yeah. to sleep with so much noise going on. Um, but that I, that's fine. Uh, th- there were a lot of families in there. Yeah, a lot of a lot of rambunctious children. Not our wild chows because we keep them on a tight leash. Our angels. Yeah. Uh, and then the the AC. Uh, oh. I don't want to get into this too much, but it made us sick. Can you hear? Can you guys hear my voice right now? It's still like pretty raspy and deep. It, it made us sick. It it like it made us sick. It made us so sick that on Monday when we yeah. were back here yeah. at home, I went and got a COVID test. You did because I thought this is bad. Yeah, I was so sick, and I was worried about returning to the office with my coworkers. Yeah, it came back negative. You guys can relax. But it, yeah, this, uh, the AC was bad. The air quality was bad. Yeah. We and all came home with sore throats, yeah. congestion. Well, so Saturday, well, Friday night to Saturday morning, uh, we left at 4 a.m.-ish. Yeah. Thanks to Luna Marie. Yeah. I was like, we're leaving at 6. She's like, why not 4? And I said, good call, girl. <laughs> I feel you. Uh, but from Friday night to Saturday morning, I woke up and my throat hurt. Me too. And and like the weather in San Diego, La Jolla, it was it was warm. It was yes. muggy, warm. Yeah. Uh, it was only mid to high seventies, but it just felt hot. It was very uh, humid. Yes, it was odd. Yes, so I kept the AC on, but um, <clears throat> and it was so loud. I think that's why we didn't sleep with the patio door open because mm-hmm. it was very loud outside. Oh yeah. So I think for the noise quality, we shut the door, we turned the AC up. And we suffered the consequences. Yeah. And Friday night, I would wake up to pee. I wake up to pee five times a night because I'm an old man, honey. And I'd wake up and I'd be like, my throat hurts. And I would, because we had, we brought a bunch of water and I would drink some water and my throat still hurt. And I'd be like, what, what is this? (sighs) Yeah. Um, And so we, we were, we all had a sore throat on Saturday and Listen, we, we sat in a car <laughs> driving up <laughs> back to West Sacramento for eight-ish hours, uh, which probably isn't good after uh, putting ourselves through their crappy AC to sit in more manufactured uh, air conditioning in your car. Uh, but that's what we had to do. But Saturday, we were like, we, we were we were just taken down as a family when oh, we got home. We, we were all, beaten. We all showered. We did some laundry, but not much happened. Sunday, uh, a little bit less um, in terms of throat. I uh, was still very fatigued, um, but I had throat issues. I mean, I still have a little bit of a cough. For the next four days, we all sort of had congestion, sore throats, coughing. Mm-hmm. Everyone got a bit better. I got progressively worse, right. which is why I chose to go get the COVID test. Yeah. I missed a day of work that I didn't anticipate. Yeah. But luckily, I'm feeling much better, although I'm still like 
congested. Yeah. You're still congested. Yeah. I've been coughing. Yeah. So what the heck was going on with that? This flipping AC, this air conditioning. It's been a week now since we've been there. And I've been in hotel rooms for 43 years, honey. <laughs> and most of them have the long uh, air conditioner at, at right. right under the window. Yeah. And I, I turned it on. I turned it off. I mean, it's never bothered me before. But this was a smaller... Uh, probably the size of like a suitcase that was up on the wall. Right by our bed. I think that's why you and I got it worse than the kids did. Yeah. And it, it, it took us down. I, I don't know. I don't know what, why or what or, but, <laughs> excuse me. <laughs> but it was, it was, it was not a pleasant experience. No. And we were feeling the ramifications throughout the week. But uh, I'm... Like I said, Wednesday, sorry, Monday, Tuesday, I was pretty much over it. Um, It hits you for another day or two. The wild chows, they're okay? They're okay. Okay. Thankfully. Uh, But yeah, that AC. Crap. I I was like, next time, we're going to spring for the $200 (laughs) plus hotel, okay? We're moving from the uh, Motel 8 to the uh, Motel 9. (laughs) Oh, sure. Moving on up to the east side. Uh, Yeah. It's it's not worth us being sick and being taken down for two or three days uh, for the cheap (laughs) cheapy cheapy, uh, Motel 8 of La Jolla. Uh, Another thing. uh, So, my definition of vacation, honey, as you know, is uh, sitting in the hotel room and watching the Food Network, preferably the Triple D Marathon, Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Nothing is better on vacation yeah. than watching the Food Network. Right. And if uh, Guy Fieri, 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 that's who I want to join me on my vacation. Right. He's the best. Yeah. That, that like sitting in a hotel room... There's a diners, drive-ins, and dives marathon, marathon for eight, nine, yeah. fifteen hours. <laughs> we brought up, I brought up the TV, like the the TV guide, the hotel room TV guide, <laughs> and I was like, "Look at this, honey, diners, drive-ins." And, and Luna was like, "This is so old-fashioned. Yeah, this is an old TV. This is from when you guys were young." Oh yeah, well that that's all hotel TVs. But I, I brought up the guide, and I was like, "Look at this, honey." Diners drives and dives at eight thirty. Diners drives and dives at nine. Diners drives. <laughs> it just goes on all day. Diners drives at ten. I love it. I know. Do you know what's so funny? Like every vacation you and I have ever taken together, yeah, we've watched diners, drive-ins, and dives. It's it's a our, staple. Our San Diego trips, our honeymoon, yeah. our uh, Bay Area trips, like anything anything we've ever done together. Yeah, yeah. Guy Fieri has been there with us. <laughs> He's been there, and it, it, it's just it's it's comforting. It is. We, we don't, well, okay. So our TV situation is we have an antenna. We get the major four TV stations, and which we don't watch. We watch the Super Bowl and we watch the Oscars. Yeah. And we sort of don't watch the Oscars, but I throw them mm. on for whatever. But we watch we we watch the stupid TV twice a year. We don't have cable. Uh, but for whatever reason, being in a hotel and having uh, Guy Fieri, Triple D, <laughs> diners, drive-ins, and dives. And Luna, Luna's only experience with the Food Network, is, well, pretty much is um, 
the Gordon Ramsay shows. Mm. So she was like, what is this? Is this like Gordon Ramsay? And we were like, no. Yeah. This is the opposite. There's yeah. no negativity. There's yeah. no judgment. It's like so feel good. Right. It's so heartwarming. Yeah. It just boosts your soul and your spirits. Yeah. And well, speaking of heartwarming, what warmed my heart was that Luna Marie, who had control of the remote. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> But she chose to watch the yeah. Diner Drivers and Dives mar- it, Marathon. It, it, it grew on her. I know. And she was like, I, she, she couldn't explain it. But I was like, yeah, the, he goes around, he eats. The, these restaurants get tons of publicity. They get a lot. <laughs> they get a boost in business yeah. and revenue. She's like, well, he doesn't like, he doesn't change it. He doesn't yell at them. Right. We're like, no, he just goes in and he just like. Tells them how great they are. He right. just builds them up. He eats their food. It completely blew her mind. Totally. Right. Because she's used to MasterChef, which is Gordon Ramsay. MasterChef and uh, Chop? all his other shows. Okay. All the Gordon Ramsay shows. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's Hotel just like... Kitchen Nightmares or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. Where, where they go in. This sucks. How could you sell this to people? You're an embarrassment. Right. How dare you do this? And Guy Fieri is like, mmm. I, I could put that sauce on a sneaker and eat it. Zero negativity. <laughs> yeah, he's is complete, one hundred percent positivity. Yeah, love. Uh, yeah, it's great. It's yeah. so heartwarming. Yeah, and, and well, seeing Luna Marie choose to watch Diners, Drivers, and Dives on repeat, episode after episode, back to back, it warmed my heart. I was like, oh, my darling daughter, that's my girl. <laughs> okay, so. Let's talk about the food we ate. Um, we ate McDonald's three times oh. in about 36 hours. Oh my gosh, I was so sick of McDonald's. Whatever. <laughs> loved it. Loved every second. You and the kids loved it. We ate it once on the way down for breakfast. This is tradition. Yes. Every time we stop at the McDonald's that you, you encounter right before the grapevine. For Tehan. So it's tradition. You stop there, you get breakfast. And you get gas, yeah. Breakfast, gas. And then we ate it once in a hotel room because... DoorDash. We DoorDash. <laughs> what was no, his name? No, we Uber Eats. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, we Uber Eats it because... Uh, well, it was it was like a $20... It, it, well, it was a really far drive from the hotel and yeah. parking was uh, yeah. scarce. Well, yeah. Uh, so La Jolla, it, there's, it's, it's like city... There's very little parking. And then the closest McDonald's, because La Jolla is so high-end, so uh, luxurious, they don't have McDonald's. They have no fast food. They have no chain restaurants. Right. Well, they had a cold stone across the street. How did they get under the, the radar there? Uh, but the, the closest McDonald's was in Pacific Beach, which isn't technically far. Like, it's just a couple miles. But uh, Pacific Beach, very crowded, very dense uh, urban area. And then uh, our driver, Serhi, honey. Serhi. Yes. That was his name. Yes. Our, our Uber Eats driver, spelled S-E-R-H-I-I. So Serhi or Serha. Or do you think it was Sergi? You know, sometimes like letters have different uh, sounds. Yes. <laughs> so, I, like, I like Serha. Serhi. Um, he had to drive from Pacific Beach to La Jolla, which isn't. A lot of miles, technically on a map, if you look at it, but it's a lot of traffic. It's a lot of stoplights. It's a lot of uh, uh, there's parking was probably a problem for Sarah. Sarah D. Did you say Sarah D with a D? No, with a G. 
Oh, Sergi? Sergi. Sergi. I don't know. I like Serha. But anyway, uh, that was our second. And then we ate McDonald's on the way back. Yeah. Uh, but in Willow. And but in Willow. But in Willow. Yes. Yes. Uh, middle of nowhere, California. Yes. Somewhere on the five. Uh, our first uh, meal, uh, breakfast in Fort Tejon, right before the grapevine. Uh, no. Noteworthy that was that my egg McMuffin meal, egg McMuffin, hash browns, large coffee costs eight ninety nine nine bucks. Oh my gosh, McDonald's is out of hand. Yes, like the uh, the rate of inflation or whatever in the yeah. last couple of years, out of control. Yeah, I never go to McDonald's lately, unless I can help it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, nine bucks for a coffee is a coffee. A hash brown, their hash browns. <gasps> you are done in three or four bites. What and does then, the hash brown cost? Two something? Yeah, over two bucks. We can get a pack of ten from Walmart for a dollar. Yeah, and we throw them in the air fryer. They're the exact same thing as the McDonald's hash browns. And we cook them more because the hash. My big criticism about hash brown McDonald's—they're not crispy, they're not crunchy. They they need to throw them in there like double the amount of time in the <laughs> fryer. But um, yeah, my thing costs eight ninety. I, that's for ins- a coffee, a insane. coffee costs two cents to make. Right. Um, a hash brown, tiny hash brown, ten cents, and then the egg McMuffin, while an enjoyable uh, sandwich, a dollar, right? And you're done with it in three, four, five bites. That should cost three dollars at most. Yeah, not nine. That's uh, like I'm mad. I'm mad at McDonald's. Damn you, I'm Ronald. mad at Ronald. <laughs> Damn you, Grimace. What about the hamburger, honey? Uh, one thing at, this was our first McDonald's meal in Fort Tejon. Uh, we ordered at the big tablet that you walk in and they got a couple big tablets. So you don't have to deal with, uh, (laughs) the 16 year old on heroin who (laughs) takes your order at the register. Uh, but we ordered at the tablet Yeah. and then the tablet, so the tablet, it, it asks you, well, it tells you to grab a number, a little like the little number that's on a tri- a little uh it, it, like triangle. a plac- a placard thing that you put on your table so yeah. that they can deliver it to you. Yeah, so you so in the little tablet when you're finishing up your transaction it says grab a little number uh from the front like the cashier area. Yeah. Type in this number. I think it was 43. Yeah. Type in this number and then we'll bring the food out to you. Yeah. So I grab the little uh, triangle there, the little pyramid. With the number on it, it's 43. You type in 43 in the tablet. Yeah. And we're like, okay, the, our food's going to be brought to us. Mm-hmm. Five, ten minutes later, they call our order number, which was yes. 260 or something. So the, the whole the whole grabbing your uh, your uh, little triangle with the number, it's, it's a sham. It's it a, is. It's a facade. Why'd they do that? I don't know. So they So they call 260. I'm looking at number 43 on our table. I think I nudged you. I was like, yeah. that's us. Yeah, you did. And I was like, oh, okay. And you were like, that's our number. You had the receipt right there. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Well, I'm waiting for 43. They called our original order number. So I walk up there. They don't bring you the food. This is what I'm saying. Right. <laughs> I walk up there. And our our, our food is in a bag. <laughs> Well, what not, happened to not on a tray. Where's right. the tray? E- even on the way back, uh, with uh, in Button, Button Willow, Willow? 
Our food was in a bag. Aww. What happened to trays? Is it a COVID thing? Is what it... happened to decorum? I and and remember the trays and they they there would be a little piece of paper that'd be like fun little games of on course. there. You could draw with the crayon. All that stuff is out the window. So uh, back to Fort Tejon, uh, I go up there and our food's in a to go bag, uh, and there was no ketchup. Why don't they throw in, just by default, throw, give us a couple ketchup? They should. Yeah. When I worked at McDonald's, honey, in 1993, well, I gave ketchup. I mean, I was like, here's a couple ketchup. If you want more, ask for more. If you don't want any ketchup, then just throw the ketchup out the door. <laughs> well, as I've said before, <laughs> you were a stellar employee. I you was. You went above and beyond. I was. I do. You are. You do. I am. Uh, our breakfast cost $35.56. Ah. Uh, Lennox got like six hash browns. He ate four and a half hash browns. And oh, okay. He was only slowed down by Luna Marie. Because I, I gave him my hash brown in my meal. Yeah. I was like, you guys can have this hash brown. I bequeath to you this hash brown because I was on track. I snorted. I know. I was on track, honey. I was trying to keep it slim and low and pro yeah. for our family yeah, picture. Yeah, because as soon as we arrived in San Diego, we we planned on going to the beach yeah. and taking a beautiful photogenic picture right. to post on the social medias. Right. And then 30 seconds after that, I was like... Let's eat we everything went to Bubba's barbecue. We went to Bubba's. Uh, and uh, oop. But yeah, Lennox, Albert, uh, darling son, mowed his way through four and a half hash browns. Uh, I think he could have gone five or six. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, one thing I wanted to note was that, so w- we don't know what's going on with masks. Uh, we, you had masks. We brought masks. Yeah. And... and, and well, California just remasked up at midnight on July 30th. Right. But a week ago, yeah. most places were like, you don't have to wear a mask if you're vaccinated. Right. No one's checking. No one cares. Right. But this McDonald's at, in Fort Tejon uh, had a sign outside saying masks. You, you need a mask. Yeah. So we all masked up. We walked in. Not everyone was masked up. And no one was saying jack about anything, <laughs> thankfully. But it, it, so, uh, well, the, the bigger issue is that should, should, did the employees not take down the sign or should they have put in a new sign hmm. or updated the sign? This, the sign said to wear masks. We all walked in wearing masks. A lot of people inside were not wearing masks. And who cares? <laughs> the employees weren't enforcing it. Everyone rips them off to eat their food anyway. So. Yeah. Right. Well, that, that's that's the whole, uh, that's that's the comedic part about the entire mask thing, honey. Uh, I got a, a couple of Egg McMuffins. No, I got an Egg McMuffin meal. Um, I didn't want sausage because that has a lot of grease and I was saving my figure for our Instagram picture. Wait a second. Yes. Luna Marie got two sausage meat sandwiches no she got egg mcmuffins oh yeah. when when did she give us her sausages on the way back in button willow <laughs> oh she gave us the sausage yes and luna okay. marie darling daughter is a pescatarian yeah. so she ripped off the canadian bacon 
oh, on both okay. of her sandwiches. And at one point, the Canadian bacon was sticking to the cheese, which oh. upset her. Yeah, she was like, you guys got all the cheese. We're she's, like, she's giving us her meat. Oh, and I, I threw her <clears throat> Canadian bacon on my egg McMuffin. It was a joyful good time. Um, and then she gave you, because she had two egg McMuffins. She gave you the other uh, piece of Canadian bacon. Uh, McDonald's breakfast, very consistent. Ugh. It's not going to wow you. It's not going to knock your sock off, but it's good. It's fabulous. It's Are good. you kidding? It's very good. It's so good. Uh, I added her Canadian bacon on mine. Out of sight, outstanding, delightful. Uh, you you got a meal with a small coffee, and it, it was like very small. I said <laughs> the small I, coffee. Yeah, I said this looks like a baby coffee. Well, it's the normal small coffee size, honey. It Have seems you, super small. You haven't seen one in a while, or something. It seemed microscopically small. <laughs> uh, okay, the <laughs> yes. I didn't want to poop. What? Okay, so I didn't want too much coffee. Ah. All right? That was my thinking behind ordering a small. The truth comes out. <laughs> a baby coffee. I knew we still had like three hours left on our journey. Yes. And then we we're going to go to my mom's. <laughs> and then we were going to go to the hotel room. By the way, my mom. So she questioned the hotel room. You know what? I think we should go straight ahead talking about our experience visiting your parents. Wait, I, I want to get through the food. Oh, yeah. there's more to discuss. There's okay. much more. All right. Our second McDonald's meal. Oh, I ordered okay. uh, to our hotel room, Uber Eats. Right. Um, Serhi, Serhai. I was going to say Miguel. Serhi. Oh, Serhai. 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 Uh, he delivered it. Uh, he was our Uber Eats driver. Um, fries, uh, they don't travel well. I did not like them. Um my qu- I got a quarter pound. You got two hamburgers. I got two hamburgers. Very I plain, w- very simple. I was trying to be on track. Right. I was happy. Okay. No uh, regrets. I ordered, so I ordered uh, a couple ICs <laughs> yeah. for Darling Daughter, Lennox Hour, and myself. You expect, you express skepticism. You were like, those things, by the time they get here, which was a half hour or so, you were like, they're not going to be of good. Of course. Yeah. And I was right. You were absolutely right. And you know what? So our ICs come, and by the time they get to us, it was like a, blood, a, a sphere of ice in a cup, and then just the pure icy syrup in the bottom. Right. And you know what? It was fantastic. What? It was excellent. I was going to say disgusting. <laughs> just pure sugary, okay, icy blue raspberry syrup. <laughs> fantastic. I enjoyed it, honey. Um, I got the quarter pound deluxe. It was very messy. Like right when I started eating it, it started coming apart. Tomatoes over here, lettuce over here. <laughs> I remember you went back after you ate. You went back to the little hotel sink. Yes. And I followed you with like some wet wipes, mm-hmm. and your whole face was like covered in the sauce. Oh dear. And you were very embarrassed. You're like, I'm fine. Yeah. Go away. It was. It was. It came apart instantly. Tomatoes over here, lettuce over here, onions over there. Why was it so messy? Well, I don't, I think, I think it was because there was too much ketchup and mayonnaise. Is Sir He's to blame? <laughs> no. First of all, his name is Sir. Hi. Uh, Hi, girl. How you doing? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't blame Sir. Hi. I blame McDonald's. I, I, I don't know. 
I, I don't blame Sarah High. But uh, yeah, it was it was a huge mess, and I, I'm a grown man. I can deal with it. I dipped my fries in the in the lettuce in the in the ketchup infused lettuce. Um, wasn't a big deal, but it was it was messy. Uh, not a pleasant experience. Um, okay, the darling daughter Luna Marie was in. We had two twin beds in the hotel room. Me and you took one. Darling daughter and darling son took the other bed. Darling daughter was in their bed. And she said, can I eat in this bed? And I said, you can do whatever you want, Luna Marie. We're on vacation. All the rules go out the window. If you want to eat in bed, you can eat in bed. So what I did, honey, I served her. Mm-hmm. I was like, are you done with your fries, ma'am? Let me take that cart away from <laughs> Here's your, what did she get? I don't remember. A fish sandwich? A, f- a fish filet filet. fish, yes. And a oop. Sans tartar sauce. It was just the fish, the cheese, and the bun. Correct. And a oop. I enjoyed serving her in bed. <laughs> this is like when I serve you coffee, honey. I know. On I Saturday know. and Sunday morning. You stay yeah. in bed. You put up your uh, six pillows to, <laughs> to rest your back on. And I bring you coffee with lots of milk. I love it. Vitamin D. Uh, because I love you. Although sometimes we only have the 2%. That's not my fault. Um, but I I was like, Luna Marie, we're on vacation. You can eat in bed. Okay. And just in, in, in general, honey, on vacation. Like w- one of the things about hotel rooms, I've always thought, leave all the lights on. Leave the TV on. <laughs> turn Like it, the electricity is quote unquote free. So who cares? Right. But you you wanted to turn <laughs> off lights. You wanted to turn off the TV. Well, every time we left the hotel room, you had every single light on. Because electricity is free. And I paid $140 for this motel eight, <laughs> honey, in La Jolla. Well, I not only care about the electricity in mm. San Diego, I care about the electric grid throughout California. Mm. Rolling blackouts, ever heard of them? Mm. Mm. Flex alerts, ever hear of them? Mm. Mm. Uh yeah, so uh, Darling Daughter ate her entire meal in bed. I was happy. It, I was I, happy. I, I w- it gave me so much joy to see her. Because, frankly, we would never let, it get away, get, I know. let her get We're, away with that in our lovely <clears throat> condominium. We're very strict here at home Yeah, about food and where you can eat it. Yeah. She ate a piece of pizza on the couch <laughs> uh, about a, a couple weeks ago. Because we were uh, under the influence, <laughs> we weren't paying attention. Yeah, we were like never again, darling. I daughter. was happy to watch her just let loose. I was happy to watch you yeah. serve her. Yeah, that made me happy too. It, it absolutely gave me joy. Totally. Um, another thing. So we had three large fries in the order, which I can't recount fully right now. But there were three large fries in the order, and two of the fries were at capacity, near a hundred percent. But then one of the large fries was about two thirds full. Mm-hmm. We've talked about McDonald's before. Sometimes they just you order large fries and it's seventy percent full, and there's lots of empty space, and you're like, okay, this is what I paid four dollars for. But there were two fries that were full, one that was about two thirds full. So me, honey, and this is just I'm just bragging here, but as I took my, I put on my stepdaddy, I put on my big boy stepdaddy hat, 
I took the fry, the large fry that was not full. I gave darling daughter and darling son the full fries, nearly 100% capacity, 100. And I took the fries, the large fries that were not nearly at capacity, not nearly 100%. You're still trying to make up to Lennox when we ate all his fries a couple of weeks well, ago. Well, he still brings it up, honey. He <laughs> I know. still brings it up in anger. And, and he hostility. will for years to come. And hostility. Uh, but yeah, just the worst for darling stepdad. You're and such they, a, oh, you're such a good man. I am. And that oop. Well, all your talk about McDonald's got me so hungry. And that oop. Uh, and that oop. Okay, so my wife got a snack. <laughs> She's eating some crackers and guac. Or just, is it just straight avocado? It's just avo. When does avo turn into guac? I think you gotta mix like salsa with it. No. Or onions? Onions. Yeah. Maybe some garlic, some lime or lemon. Yeah, yeah. Some tomatoes. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All why? our talk about McDonald's got me so hungry. Yeah. Uh, okay. The, why did we go to San Diego? We went to San Diego to visit my parents. I grew up in San Diego. They still live there. My mom and my stepdad. Uh, Grandma Tian, Grandpa Curtis, if you will. Uh, okay. So... First of all, let's talk about the food my mom had. The first day, we got there about 10, 15 a.m. She had breakfast ready to roll. Oh, yeah. And I was still on keto for our Instagram picture. So I just partook in the bacon. But I thought the bacon was so flipping good. And I don't know if it was the bacon, the kind of bacon she bought. She likes she likes Costco, or if it was how she cooked it, yeah, or if it was a combination. But the bacon was out of <laughs> sight, like part, like literally part of the bacon. Each bacon strip was crispy slash crunchy, and then another part of it was fatty slash soft. So you get both the best of both worlds. It was quite perfect. Grandma Tian, excellent bacon. Uh, the next day was more lunch. Uh, she made egg rolls, which I thought were fantastic. And she made a uh, Vietnamese fish sauce. Oh. My mom is Vietnamese. I'm half Vietnamese. <laughs> uh, what? I thought they were outstanding. Uh, so my mom knocked it out of the park with uh, stuffing uh, her face. Wait getting... a second. Mm-hmm. Friday, our first day there. Don't forget Grandpa Curtis's omelets. Yeah, Grandpa Curtis uh, was like. He was like at the omelet station at a buffet <laughs> at Thunder Valley. Mm-hmm. And he was like, what's your request? And uh, I got the all veggies. I copied you. Yeah. And he came out in like really quick time too. I was impressed with the turnaround. <laughs> like you you make your request, he would disappear in the kitchen. We were in the backyard. And then in two, three minutes, he came out with the fabulous omelet. Perfectly rolled. Yeah. Beautiful. Luna only got cheese. Yeah. Egg and cheese. But like she would cut into it and she was like, she showed me like, look, it's so pretty. It's like perfectly rolled. Yeah. She was very impressed. Going going back to uh, Gordon Ramsay and MasterChef. She was <laughs> like, I, I, I don't have a criticism. Or <laughs> Gordon Ramsay couldn't say anything negative about these omelets. Uh, okay. The, the main purpose of us going down there was we were talking about a will. My parents' Wait, will. that was the main purpose? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was to take the kids to the ocean. That was the, okay, that was the main purpose. That was one, and then <laughs> one A was about the will. That's why my mom 
had uh, her friend Cecilia, who is the executor of the Yeah, her. she's like going to manage your mom's financial yeah. affairs. And we were just straight up talking about my mom expects herself to die <clears throat> before her husband, Grandpa Curtis. And she was like, Cecilia is going to manage this and... You're going to get this 401k, but Kurt's going to get the house when I die first. And it was just a very frank kind of to, uh, to, to the bones or uh, yeah. well, uh, just no no skirting around. That's, my, that's your mom's style. Yeah. My mom's. No sugarcoating everything. Like, right. It's here. This is it. Very, very bare bones is yeah. what I was looking for. Just this is what's going to happen. And when I die before Kurt. This is what's going to happen with uh, the money. So, so they kept saying, well, you don't know who's going to die first. Yeah. And your mom was like, no, I'm old and I've worked so hard. Yeah. I've worked my whole life. Right. And- uh, so <laughs> it was a lot of straight up talk. And after, because uh, Darling Son and Darling Daughter uh, were in the vicinity, uh, this, this all took place in the backyard. And I was like, did you guys think it was weird? And they were like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they were paying much. I mean, they didn't care. Uh, yeah. But Grandpa Curtis is so good with kids. Yeah. And he's so patient and in- engaging. Yeah. He was just really interacting with Luna and Lennox. And that left you and your mom and Cecilia to kind of discuss the adult topics. Very. It was very frank. I was just kind of sitting there. <laughs> I, I appreciated it. Um, okay. So, now, <clears throat> before we got there, I... I my mom's big three issues with me. So my mom is a tiger mom, if you will. Uh, I, I've never uh, <laughs> uh, amounted to enough in her life. Uh, in in terms of her view of what my life should amount to or be, uh, I've I've never I, I've I've fallen short, if you will, of my mom's expectations and her hopes and dreams of what I'm to be, and her hopes and dreams of what I was to be. Am B slash was B slash should be uh, is uh, engineer for Cisco in San Jose, uh, California, making a or couple hundred thousand dollars. A doctor a year. or yeah. uh... <laughs> anything but what I'm doing. <laughs> it's always been anything but what I'm doing. But something like my cousins who are very smart and make a lot of money um, and have huge families, honey, uh, with their quote unquote own children. Uh, uh, I've I've fallen short, mother, and that's that's mm. and this used to bother me a decade ago, two decades ago, but now I'm like, whatever, like this is me, love me for me. Anyways, this is me. Oh, oh. <laughs> this is me. Nice to meet you, mom. But her big three issues: one with me, one she wants a grandson from us. A grandson? A grand, I'm sorry, a grandbaby, oh, okay. a granddaughter, a grandson. Oh, well, we she, broke the horrible news last Thanksgiving yeah. that we were not going to have a baby. Yeah. That was really, that was hard. <laughs> Rocked that was to so the uncomfortable. Core. Yeah. That, oh. See, I, again, at this point in my life, I'm not uncomfortable. I'm like, <clears throat> this is the, uh, this is how it is. I was uncomfortable. <laughs> right. Well, you're new to the Grammatian world, sort of new to the Grammatian world. Um, yeah. And, and so I was like, this is how it is. And my mom was not happy. Yeah. still upset. Well, you still know, brings it up constantly. <laughs> when you and I first were dating, mm-hmm. first got married, we did entertain the idea of having a kid together, yeah. a baby. Yeah. Uh, 
uh, that was about nearly four years ago, mm. three and a half years ago. And I think just, yeah, but you and I changed our minds after being together for a couple of years. You changed my mind, though. I was, I could have gone either I, way. I think there was a couple of issues. We both, I mean, when you, I was 34 when we started dating. Yes. You were 40. And then, like, what? the difference from 34 to 37, yeah. 36, yeah. It, it's odd, but it's like early 30s for me to late 30s. Mm-hmm. It kind of, I turned a corner. Mm-hmm. And also, Lennox was five when we started dating. So wow. my youngest is still a baby. Yeah. So it seemed like more, uh, I could more imagine having another baby when yeah. my, my youngest was five. Yeah. But then like, now he's nine. Yeah. So my kids, I'm like, in. it went from like being the first half of their childhood to the second half of their childhood. Yeah. So that it's like, as they got older year by year, it was harder to imagine starting over, having another baby. Yeah. And when, when Lennox was younger, he's currently nine. Yeah. When he was, how old was he? Five? He was five when we started dating. Wow. So he was six, seven. Well, my mom would hit me with the baby issue and I'd be like, we have a Lennox. We have a Lennox. Who's not a baby, but he's a few years from being a baby. And the, uh, the, a lot, there, there's a lot of accoutrements that uh, don't come. He's not a quote unquote baby, but there's uh, he's sort of a young child. And it's sort of like ha- having a baby. I, I, I don't know. I also feel like nearly four years ago. It, it took like a couple of, like we started dating. Mm-hmm. The beginning was just you and I. Mm-hmm. Slowly, we introduced the kids into our relationship. Mm-hmm. We were dating. After a year and a half, we got married. So the difference between when your mom first met me and we were like, hey, we're going to get married. We're serious about this. Yeah. That's when she met me. I think after a few years, I think your role in the kid's life has changed yeah. and morphed. Totally. And I think... Well, I serve a darling daughter uh, McDonald's <laughs> in a hotel bed now. Yes. I, I think you I think you feel like more of a dad now than you did four years ago, three years ago. Absolutely. Totally. So I, I feel like maybe uh, maybe you don't feel like... Like like that role's been filled for you. And yeah. it's like you're going to be their dad for the rest of your life. What? Yes, I know, honey. <laughs> So maybe like your desire and your idea of having a kid is already like it's fulfilled. Yeah. And I feel fulfilled. Yeah. And we're older. Yeah. If we were 10 years younger, I'm sure we would have had a kid. Yeah. That's yeah. just my view of it. Yeah. Abs- age definitely factors into it. How old was I? Was I 40? You were 40. Okay. When we started dating. Even at 40, having a a child because they, they don't pop out until 41 or 42. Yeah. And then I was thinking about high school graduation. I don't want to be 60 years old at a high school graduation. <laughs> right. Day. You're 40 when we started dating. Yeah. You were 41 when we got married. Mm-hmm. Just a couple months shy of your 42nd birthday. Yeah. We're old. We're older. Yeah. Like... We're not in our twenties. Right. We're we're old. Okay. <laughs> we we are old, and I'm older than you, honey. Um, yeah. So that that's been. I, I don't want to say a sore spot, but she keeps going. One thing about my mom, she keeps hitting a point until. Well, there there's no until. She just keeps hitting it. 
She <laughs> keeps bringing it up and bringing it up and uh, wears you down. And, and you know what? But I refuse to be worn down. I, you know, you're her only child. Yes. And uh, so I, I empathize with her. And I told her when we saw her last Thanksgiving, I said, I totally recognize how this is hard for you. I'm sorry. Yeah. I sorry. get it. I'm, I get it. But yeah. it's just like we can't. Vince and I have to make this decision on what's based, what's best for us. Yeah. So I'm sorry, but I get it. I get it. Yeah. I, I could have gone either way. If you wanted to have a baby, I'd be like, cool. If you do not, cool. Like, well, you know again, what? we have a Lenoc. Right. At 34, I did want to have a baby. At 34, I did when okay. we first started dating. Oh, really? Well, this is by a 36? revelation. Yes. By 36, I did not. Huh. It, like it was things done change again it was like early 30s to late mm. 30s mm. my son going from age my youngest from age five to mm-hmm. age eight it was just i'm sorry i'm sorry grandma Tian. <laughs> that's just how it be i'm yo. so sorry that's just how it be sometimes yo uh that's the first issue she brings up constantly mm-hmm. uh uh our baby and and th- and this is because my mom is in san diego we are in west sacramento eight ish hours apart and a big issue, I'm always like, move up here. Yeah. Move up here because I don't like doing this drive. And the older I get, the older we get, we're going to be doing this drive. Or even even if we flew down, we're going to be doing it less and less as we get older, as she gets older. Move your ass up here. Uh, live in our condominium, uh, com- not our, our little complex, our, our uh, area here. Or live somewhere in West Sacramento or somewhere in Sacramento, 15, 20 minutes, 30, 40 minutes away. Move up here and I'll see you. And you could see uh, Lennox Albert. <laughs> you could see Luna Marie. We'll help you. We we'll take hang. you to your doctor's appointments. We right. will. We will. We will cater to you. Yeah. And my mom has always been steadfast. I'm not moving up to Sacramento unless you have a baby. <laughs> and... Uh, at, the, what, the what about we, Frankie? <laughs> the further we uh, <laughs> delve into this uh, thing we call life and family, uh, I, I, I'm just like, well, the, a baby's not going to happen. And uh, just mo- just most recently, a week ago, however, whenever, right before we left, I was like, I'm going to stop bugging her because I used to bug her all the time. Move up, move up, move up. Let's, yeah. let's get this thing. Let's get this thing together. Your parents are up here. They're back from Barbados. And we've seen them many times. And they, they checked on Frankie, as we talked about earlier. Uh, and so, su- super useful res- resource. They, they just took Lennox Albert to ice cream. Did Luna Marie go? Yeah. They, on Wednesday. Yeah. Thursday. Uh, they came here. We were at work. They came here. They took the kids to ice cream. I, 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 would, I want that for... My parents. I would love that for your parents. With uh, darling son, Lennox Albert, darling daughter, Luna Marie. But right before we left for uh, San Diego, I was like, I, I've given up on that <laughs> dream. I know. I've, I'm resigned. And that's that's just how it is. She wants a baby for whatever reason. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't get it now, but I have a feeling maybe as I get older, I will understand the biological urge for a grandchild. Yeah. But right now, I don't get it. Right now, I think, why isn't your son and your adopted family enough? Right. But she, on the other hand, 
you have spent so much time with me and the kids. Yeah. We are like I feel like we are yours. But she doesn't feel like we are hers. Yeah. Just because she hasn't spent the time with us that you have. Yeah. She's spent... Well, even with you and the kids, hours? Uh, Five hours? (laughs) Ten hours total? In the three-ish years? Three to four years we've been... Another thing is your mom is very independent still. She's very, like, physically capable, taking care of herself. Yeah. Like, her and Kurt are spry... Yeah. They're older, but they're still, they're not decapitated. What's, what's the word? Not decapitated. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're like, they're, they're totally self-sufficient. Yeah. Um, so of course she feels like still, she's like super independent and I get it. She's lived in San Diego since the time she's been here in, in America. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like she immigrated here <laughs> to California. And yeah. so I get why she's attached to it. It's her home. Yeah. Um, so maybe as she gets older and is more like needing assistance, mm-hmm. I mean, I hope she comes up here because, <coughs> uh, yeah, because we I, I want to be there for her as she gets older and yeah. she needs us. I definitely want to be able to care for her totally, help her out totally. But as long as she's self sufficient, independent, um, it's fine. Yeah, I, it's, it's her home. That is her home. She's happy there. She loves it. So it's okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I would say it's not fine, um, but I've, I've, I'm resigned. Yeah, I've given I up mean, hope. you're her child, so of course yes. you. I, I understand. You want her here. Yes. You want to be near her. Yes. Uh, so that was the first issue my mom has with me. <laughs> One of three. Uh, okay. The baby. <laughs> not having a baby. Having a baby. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, the second issue my mom has with me. This is my job. Well, I alluded to it. My mom wants me to be at Cisco or Intel in San Jose making $150,000 a year. Uh, I'm not in Cisco. (laughs) I'm not in San Jose. I'm not making near that amount of money. Uh, So she wants better for me. Okay, I want better for me too. But she wants, so she, and right now her thing is that she wants me to go back to school to become a pharmacy tech or a teacher or anything that what I currently am, which is, well, it's, it's, uh, what is my job, honey? Uh, it, it doesn't take a lot of skills, uh, but it does take hard work. Um, but uh, she, she wants more for me. I, I want more for me too, but I, I don't want to deal with school. I don't want to go back and I, I, I'm I'm happy. I don't make a ton of dough. And you but know what? I make enough for I'm, us. I'm happy with you. Yeah. So you and I together are happy. Yeah. Absolutely. And we have a Lenoc. Did I bring that up? <laughs> uh, so baby number one. Uh, job. She, hey, she's <laughs> pointing my job number two. And number three is that we live in a condominium currently oh. uh, at Riva uh, in West Sacramento. And we she, don't have a backyard. She wants me slash us to be in a house. And, uh, and I, at this point, I, I sing the praises of having a pool 200 steps away from our front door. And we have a gym, a little gym, but also 200 steps away, right next to the pool. And I, I I love that. Well, you know what? I can't get enough of that. Honey. Yes. We searched 
for a home to buy for a year and a half. We did. And for the first year, we exclusively looked at homes. Yeah. Like single family homes with a backyard, traditional. Mm -hmm. And then after some time, we finally, thank goodness, we finally like narrowed our search. Yeah. Like what do we really want? What are we looking for? Because we were, everything we rejected We don't like this. We don't want this. No, 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 no. Yeah, we were very picky. We finally realized that you and I, as a couple, we we like the condo life. Oh, yeah. We don't want to be responsible for a yard. We don't want to be responsible for our roof. Yeah. Or uh, the the maintenance, the yard work. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, we want a pool. We don't want to be responsible for it. Right. Okay. I mean, it would be lovely to have a pool in the backyard, but I don't want to deal with it. Or So we finally found our dream home, which I feel like this is, yeah. where we currently live. Yeah. We finally narrowed it down to the, uh, like a very specific region mm-hmm. and a very specific, we only want a condo. Yeah. And that's when we finally found, like, that's when all the pieces came together and we found what we want. And totally. we're happy. Everything fell in place. Yeah. Once we found this. Totally. This, uh, our, our current home. Yeah. Uh, but you know who doesn't want a home? You know who doesn't want a condominium? My mom, honey! And I remember her calling me for the fact that Lennox doesn't have a quote-unquote yard, front yard to play in. My mom called me selfish. And I was like, okay, yeah. She has texted me multiple times about yes. the lack of our backyard for need, the Lennox. Yeah, you you need to block her, honey. Uh, I want her to love me at all costs. So do I, honey. It's been 43, almost 44 years. (sighs) So my mom, she she has high standards for me. I have not met any of them, or I've met about 20% of them. Oh, gosh. It's just, it's nonstop. And again, uh, many years ago, I stopped caring or stopped striving Stop trying. Like, I'm happy where I am. Along these lines. Yes. Thursday. No. Friday. Friday. We went to their house in San Diego. Yes. Uh, She was like, can you come help me with some food in the kitchen? Yes. So I went. I started chopping veggies for this salad. Yes. And. uh, You were peppered. Oh, my goodness, honey. Yes. I was alone. Yes. As vulnerable. Well, if you remember, honey, on the way, on the drive down, the 10 hour drive down, nearly 10 hour drive down, I was like, my mom's going to try to corner you. Yeah, because I was in, I was like, when we get to your parents' house, go take a nap, go in yeah, the spare room. Because I had three down. and a half hours of I know. sleep and I drove for 10 hours. And you, hours. you said you can't handle my mom on your own. Yeah. And I uh, said, I can handle it. And I, and I said, I've, I've, I have the Grandma Tian armor, and it, I spent 43, nearly 44 <laughs> years building up this armor. You don't have this armor. You're not ready for the onslaught of questions and criticism and just uh, passive-aggressive insults. And boy, were you right. Right. Because first of all, she had moved. Uh, Vince, got, Vince should have got married a long time ago. Right. Meaning... Right. Uh, Meaning I shouldn't be married to you. And so I came back with, well, I'm glad he waited because I got him. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there was, uh, you guys eat out all the time. And I said, no, actually, I cook for us almost every night. I cook uh, us dinner. Right. 
Uh, again, <laughs> social media, which my mom, I think she obsessively stalks me on, honey. Uh, she thinks that's real or that's what's happening all the time. Uh, yeah, she thinks we eat out all the time when in reality, Monday to Friday to Thursday to Friday. Uh, well, it's Friday right now and we haven't eaten out. No. We, we, we go, we you have- cook. I, I cook for us every night. Yeah. We uh, we eat out on Saturdays yeah. only. And my, my mom views eating out as nonsense. <laughs> Just, she has no room for it. She doesn't understand it. You go out to eat with my mom. She'll start picking apart. If you get a hamburger, she'll be like, that a hamburger and fries costs $12. My mom would be like, I can make this at home. For a dollar eighty dollar, for a eighty cents, for one eighty, whatever, and that—that's just how she is. She's very frugal. She came from Vietnam. She she was poor back in the day. Now she has some dough. You know uh, what? I I admire your mom so much, yeah. and I respect her. I think what she has done for herself is amazing. Absolutely, she's an amazing woman. She's yeah. accomplished so much. Yeah. And I adore her. Yeah. I love her. Yeah. And, um, but, so I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, she is really hard and tough on you. Yeah. And, uh, I think you're amazing. I am. I think there's so much to love and admire about you. Yeah. I hope she sees it, even yeah. though she doesn't always express it to you. I hope, yeah. I hope she at least sees it. Because you know, you're great, and I hope she loves me. I'm fantastic. By extension, I hope she loves me. I'm fantastic. I hope she at least appreciates that I'm a good wife. I love you. I hope so, too. <laughs> Do you know who else she's hard on, honey? Her husband. Her own husband. <laughs> oh, my Grandpa gosh. Grandpa Curtis. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Grandpa Curtis is amazing. He is. He's such a good guy. I know. Him and Lennox Sauber on the Rubik's Cube. Couple hours gone. Uh, okay, uh, so well, we, we talked. So, to summarize, my mom, uh, Black Widow came up the the movie. Oh yeah. And uh, we had seen it, and Cecilia, her friend, had seen it, and so we were just kind of chatting about it. And then my mom got into this mode where she was just like. Mar- all all comic book mo- all movies all comic book movies are dumb. All I don't re- movies are dumb. I don't remember this conversation. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> and just just not it was just it's a bunch of silliness. It's a bunch of nonsense. And my mom views entertainment in general as this. Like, why would you devote brain space? My mom is very. She's into very pra- money. pragmatic. She's very Practical. into money. Like, what is going to affect my daily life? Yeah. And everything else, forget. And she loves talking about stocks, stock market, and realty, houses. Yeah. Making money. Everything else is just nonsense to her. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it, why even waste 1% of your brain on a Black Widow movie or a Fast and the Furious <laughs> movie? Or remember when... We're, I think you were around when we brought up Frankie and cats and pets. Yeah. She 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 was like horrified <laughs> at, at the thought of a pet. We were like, "This is your grandbaby. <laughs> this is the love of our lives." She, she couldn't. She can't fathom caring about a pet, caring for a pet, owning a pet, 
just just <laughs> it's just it goes right in there with the black widow <laughs> movies <laughs> it's just all a bunch of just silliness and it doesn't go to her bottom line yeah which stocks do and realty does and that's what she cares about and entertainment and frivolous just silliness going out to eat entertainment it, it doesn't matter to her. She doesn't understand it. And she resents people who do enjoy it. Black Widow was dumb. But I could turn off my brain for two hours and be like, eh, okay, this is entertaining for a couple hours. Whatever. My mom, no. <laughs> you, 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 you don't get, you get zero uh, margin, zero space to enjoy that kind of stuff. Or she, she just can't grasp uh, movies. Silly movies. Right. Uh, okay. So, the second day we were there, uh, egg roll day, uh, you were in the kitchen That's with my That's the mom. day I was making the salad. Yes. And she was, like, instructing me on every step. You and her were isolated in the kitchen. Oh. I was outside in the backyard. I with... think I handled myself very well. Sorry. Oh. You, yeah, you were out back with Kurt, the kids. Yeah. Rubik's Cube. Oh, and Cecilia arrived, her and friend. And Cecilia, right. So, you were isolated with my mom. Yeah. And... The backyard, right next to the kitchen. So I caught some things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I'll, I'll bring them up now. Uh, first thing, honey, uh, is that uh, she said most women lead the way in marriages. Yeah. Oh. Remember that? She was telling me that I need... Oh, because we were talking about on the drive down. Mm-hmm. Oh, because I was like, Vince is so tired. He didn't mm-hmm. get any sleep. He drove the whole way. I tried to let him... Let me drive, and yeah. he wouldn't let me drive. She said, "You gotta be, you gotta tell him to let you drive. You gotta be in control." Mm-hmm. Who is she, Grandma Bev? <laughs> sure. And I was like, eh, "That's not, that's not our dynamic, honey. Yeah, you're right. very much like, and by choice, I want you to be like, be in control, and I want you to dominate me." <laughs> Wait a second. Uh, so, like, that's just our personalities and yeah. our dynamic. What is this, Fifty Shades of Grey, honey? <laughs> Yeah, she controls her Curtis, Grandma Curtis. Yeah, and their marriage, and she, she, she leads. She's domineering, super. Yeah, Yeah. she, 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 she finds a direction. She seeks direction. She's the direction for their marriage, but that's not how our marriage. No, I defer to you. That's how we like it. I defer to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do. I feel like we're pretty balanced. We go back but... and forth, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I'm not going to, like, bulldoze over you and tell you what to do. Right. No. I, like, I, definitely not. That's not our dynamic. Yeah. And so I was like, to, okay. <laughs> for her to want that for me or our marriage or to expect that or just kind of hope that you begin controlling me, I guess. It was it was very odd. Uh, okay, next thing. Uh, so, you were talking about the kids who my parents have spent a few hours with. Let's be honest. Uh, and you were saying their qualities, and you said something to the effect of, "Well, Lennox is uh, very mechanical, or he he thinks about things, or he's good at puzzles." He spent a few hours with Grandpa Curtis just kind of toiling away at the Rubik's Cube. Um, And then you said, darling daughter, Luna Marie is very creative, uh, very artistic. Uh, And then my mom, and I caught this, my mom shot back with, 
what's Vincent good at? And I was like, oh, wow. God. I know. I was like, wow, as well. Thanks for the blindside, Mom. And I think I said, Vince is so smart. He's good at a lot of things. Sure. And like, I was very stunned and like, wow, I wasn't expecting that. And I didn't have any like specific examples. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> well, you don't? <laughs> have you come up with any, honey? I was chopping vegetables, which I'm, I was like very self, I was like, self-conscious because like i wanted to make this salad to her liking yeah and then i was like trying to answer all her questions to her liking as well her she was peppering you (laughs) with that she had me where she wanted me it's quite the onslaught i know it's it's very intimidating for a newbie honey for an amateur to grandma tian uh another thing uh she asked you if i'm a good husband yeah multiple times (laughs) oh my god and i was like he's such a good husband and I, I, I am, I am, I mean, you are. I am, and I, I am. Th- this is how I framed it because yeah. this is what I truly believe. I would say he, I would say he's such a good husband. You raised a really good man because mm-hmm. I, I believe that a lot of who you are today is because of her influence and how she raised you. Totally. Definitely. Yeah. So I, I always, I've always said this to her from the, the t- first time I met her, I was like, you did such a good job raising him. Yeah. He's a great man. He's a good husband. He's a good stepdad. Yeah. And she's like, oh, really? <laughs> In other words, I don't believe she you. She doesn't believe me. I, I, she is very cynical. Skeptical. They, they go hand in hand. Pessimistic. Pessimistic. I get that from her. Mm-hmm. I don't get all of it from her. I get, I get about 40% from her. But... Well, just like any parent, and I'm sure Luna Marie and Lennox Albert, I know with my parents, my mom specifically, because darling Curtis, well, uh, my mom raised me. Okay. Uh, She's still a major factor in my life. Uh, Just like with any uh, uh, offspring and their parent, you take about, for me, about 30 to 40% of what they have to give you and then the other you're just kind of like uh i'm doing my own thing here uh i i don't i'm not gonna take everything all of your uh wisdom <laughs> all of your advice but you you got some good stuff but uh i i want to do my own thing i'm my own person uh w- would you say that's that that tracks for me Fisher? yeah that yeah. tracks for me as well with my parents totally yeah yep. yeah so uh yeah so i I, I'm I'm not what she wants. I'm not 100% of what she wants, but I hope that I'm a third. Maybe I, a third, honey. I think you should make any mom or dad proud. Thanks, Dad. I think you're amazing. <laughs> uh, so, uh, back to my job. Uh, <laughs> you guys were talking about my job. and Again, I'm outside in the backyard. You guys are in the <clears> kitchen. <throat> but I just caught... Well, no, actually, you told me this later, but you guys were talking about well, what I do for a living... And uh, the the line came out that you said I'm passionate for my job, which I am in most respects. Eh, it's a grind. Eh, well, it's monotonous. I, I think but... I meant. I think I meant it in the fact that uh, you're respectable. You're hardworking. Yeah. It's not your dream job, but like you you put in a lot of effort. Yeah. And you take pride in whatever job you're doing, no yeah. matter what it is. Yeah. And you said I'm passionate, and my mom retorted with well passion doesn't pay bills and I was like, <laughs> oh no 
Yes. We were talking about uh, we were talking about college and degrees, mm-hmm. and then she was talking about the degree that you got in college. And in she's, broadcasting. She's talking about broadcasting, radio. Yeah. And um, I said, well, he's like he loves it. He's passionate about it. About. My uh, current job or broadcasting? Broadcasting, like what yes. you would. But what like, we're do- what we're doing now, honey? Yeah, we're chatting. That's what we were talking. That is what we were talking about. Not your okay. current job. Okay. But like what you went into college for and yeah. your degree and what I did for your a decade or twelve career. years. Yeah, yes. yeah. And uh, I said, well, he loves it. Like he f- he feels for it. He's passionate about it. He's good at it. Mm-hmm. And she says, well, passion doesn't pay bills. <sighs> that is what she said. I said, well, that's true. <laughs> Well, it, it it doesn't, but it did for a while. Or it did for a long time, and yeah. I think she was proud of you. Hmm. Like I think that's obvious. Mm-hmm. She was proud of you for what you did and what you accomplished for a long time. So, well, why did she say that? <laughs> well, so passion doesn't pay bills. So I was in a previous uh, career that. I was passionate about, but it didn't pay the bill. I, I'm, I'm I sure. don't know. I'm not sure what happened there. Uh, another thing. Well, th- this is a faux pas on your part, honey. But you <laughs> you talked about our hotel room. Oh my gosh! And you you she asked you how much it costs because again, everything is about money with my mom. <laughs> everything is about being as frugal <laughs> AF, ch- being cheap AF, uh, and and uh, we paid. About $140 a night for our hotel. But she asked you how much our room costs because <laughs> money is all that matters to my mom. And you told her. She said, oh, is your hotel nice? And I was like, oh, not really. <laughs> yeah, we're we're going to have uh, throat problems for six days, but sure. And then she asked me how much it costs. And I was like, uh, 200 something. Uh, and you told me that you told me about this after the fact. I, I had I had nothing to do with our hotel scheduling. Yeah. This is all you. Yeah. And as you told me, you're like, what? <laughs> you should have told her you didn't know if you didn't know. And I was right. like, yeah, I didn't know. I should have said I didn't know. Right. Well, I, I don't want my mom to be disappointed in me <laughs> and upset and think that I'm a fool. <laughs> and uh, yeah, she's, well, she's, this is going to stick in her craw for a decade or <laughs> and two. she will not believe us if we now after the fact tell her actually it was like 140 a night not right. 200 something a right. night she'll think we're playing damage control <laughs> or something i'm so sorry oh my goodness um i've learned a lot that's what i have to say for myself <laughs> uh so at the end of our uh, little uh visit on day two my mom huddled me into the corner next to the oven <laughs> and she said and she was referring to uh, Darling Daughter and Darling Son. And she said, do, do you think they love you? And this goes back to skepticism and cynicism. And just... she She's already made up her mind. And no matter what evidence you prove, you could be in a court of law, honey, presenting Exhibit 1A, Exhibit 3Z, and my mom... So she's already made up her mind that, I I don't know, that this is a farce or this is not real or this will not last. But she she huddles me by the oven. She has a double oven, honey. It's scripture and it's very nice. Uh, And she said, in regards to Lennox, Albert, and Luna Marie, are are you sure that they love you? 
And I was like, Par for the course, mom. So I called over. You were there, right? Yep. I called me, over. Me, Luna, and Lennox, and Curtis were in like the front entryway, like yeah, near hugging, the room, saying goodbye. Family. Right, right. And then you called us back towards you in the kitchen with your mom. Right. Well, I, because it's, it's a very odd question, and I wanted to make it more odd. <laughs> to, I wanted her to realize just people will talk like this. Out loud or in public. Yeah. So my mom has no filter. And you know who also has no filter? Lennox Albert. But he's nine. Okay. <laughs> when when you slave away over a beautiful chicken dinner for, for an hour and 15 minutes in the kitchen and you present it to our family. And in one second, Lennox goes, can I have a hot dog? And it's like, <laughs> okay, you need to learn to say I, not not everything not every thought needs to turn into a quote or a dialogue conversation you don't need to say everything that pops in your head so my mom's saying do you think they really love you i was like you want to you want i'm gonna kick it up a notch i'm gonna bring a darling son and darling daughter over here and let's ask them personally yeah and then, uh, so I was like, so <laughs> do you guys love me? Yeah. You said, Hey, my mom wants to know, do you guys really love me? Right. I wanted to, I wanted to embarrass her, honey. I wanted to be like, this is the kind of stuff normal people don't ask out loud. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I won't say what I'll tell you. Remind me to tell you what I'm going to tell you right now. Uh, but, uh, and Lennox comes out with, uh, I said, my mom wants to know if you guys love me. And Lennox came out with his uh, standard, well, obviously. Yes. I was so happy. Yeah. Because I know the kids love you. Yeah. I know they like you. Yeah. Over the last few years, you guys have, like, it's taken time. It wasn't immediate, but you guys have built and built and built. Yeah. And I feel like you've got, like, a genuine relationship. Yeah. Really. Absolutely. Yeah. And what, what was Luna's response? Sure. She was like, yeah. No, she wasn't like, sure. <coughs> she said, yeah. And Lennox said, well, obviously. Yeah. And and, and I was so happy to hear that. Yeah. And I, I will just say that there are many degrees of love. Variations of love. Like, Lennox and Luna are not my chromosomes. They're not my DNA. I didn't, quote unquote, have them. They're not my blood. But that's one kind of love. But there's another kind of love. And I absolutely adore them. And I want the best for them. And I think about them all the time. And they're a part of my life. And I love this life. And so to have them... This whole thing, this whole family unit, I love. I dig it. And, like, I couldn't be happier. And, uh... And so my mom asking that, it's just, I don't what do you say to that? What do you say to that? I don't know, but you're making me cheer up right now. I know, honey. I know. Well, passion doesn't pay the bills, honey. Uh, <laughs> okay. So that was my mom. She, she's a character. She's very blunt in, in just her, <laughs> how she approaches everything. She she's a force to be reckoned with, um, but that's my mom, and I love her dearly. But again, just like with any 
offspring with the parent, you, t- you, you take as much as you want. Do you take 10% of what they have to give you? Do you take 90%? I, it's different for everyone. But yeah. my mom, how what she wants for me and what her views for me are, they're not my current life. And I'm cool with that. And she has super high standards for me and Grandpa Curtis. <laughs> oh, Grandpa Curtis. <laughs> the things she has to say about Grandpa Curtis... His, uh, I just, his pension I just, towards the Xbox and cable TV. Yeah. I just one really funny thing when she and I were in the kitchen preparing the food. Yeah, I heard you out on the patio yell to Curtis, Curtis, your wife is speaking ill of me. Yes, and that just made me laugh. Right. Well, that's how Grandpa Curtis and I deal with my mom's <laughs> blunt force trauma. Yeah, you guys. <laughs> to life we joke about it you we, bond over it we hint over it we bond over it yes totally. yes we we defend each other over it <laughs> and uh my mom's a lot to take i love her to death but she is a lot to take well this is why i insist on a hotel room uh because her and i actually jennifer Quack, lifelong friend who i've known since high school or whatever uh, she was like, why didn't you stay with your mom? We're, we're uh, messaging back and forth on whatever, Facebook, I think. And she was like, why didn't you stay at your mom's house? And I was like, we don't do well in tight quarters. So I like, and this cost several hundred dollars to stay at a hotel. But I like, sh- we show up. She cooks <laughs> and we, we eat. And it's a fabulous time when we chat and like this time we talked about money and finances and wills and deaths and all that stuff. And we got that out. We, we laid it all out and okay, this is what's happening. This is what's going to happen. And then we retreat back to our hotel room because being together 24-7, even if it's for two or three days, it'd be a lot. Especially for you and uh, our darling children. Uh, we've talked about me flying down there, uh, maybe even me and you flying down there and staying with her for a couple days. I could see that, maybe, uh, but as far as our family, and the kids love the beach. The kids went crazy at the beach. The kids didn't yeah. want to leave the beach. They had so much fun. Uh, so being near the beach was was uh, very important, very tantamount, paramount, which is the right word. <laughs> Both can be the right word. Uh, but yeah. Uh, at this point in my life, being in a home 24-7, even as for 48 hours, 72 hours with uh, my darling mom, uh, yeah. it, it just, it just is, it's just, it's not going to work. And you know. It leads to a lot of uh, acrimony. Yeah. You're, 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 you've been grown for many years now. What? But it, you're, you're like your own family now. Yeah. So it's different than it was five years ago. Absolutely. Like, you have your own independent family. Yeah. So, it's totally understandable that you would want, like, your separate space. Yeah. For us, for all of us. Yeah. So, that's my darling mom. <laughs> She's a lot to hate. A lot, a lot to hate. I didn't say that. Cancel uh, that. Delete to, that. She's a lot to take. She's a lot to handle. But she is my mom. And I love her to, to no ends. And she did pay for 60% of our, of our yeah. home, honey. Uh, like you, you have a lot to owe to her, both financially, yes. but also like who you are as a person. Totally. And I admire her. Yeah. I love her. Yeah. I'm grateful for her. Yeah. 
And uh, I'm glad she's my mother-in-law. Yeah. I'm glad you're my husband. Yeah. I hope she loves me uh, at some point in her life. I hope, same, honey. <laughs> I, I, hope, she... <laughs> I hope she loves me at some point in her life. Uh, I was actually thinking about this today. Uh, within the past current few days, recent few days. Uh, like I said, she's very skeptical, cynical, doesn't believe anything. And once she makes up her mind, her mind's made up. No matter what evidence you present to her in the in the opposite uh, argument, uh, but I I get that from her. But I think I'll I I for whatever reason I have a, a sense of humor about it. I, I I can laugh about it. I can make fun of it. I can mock a lot of stuff to where she's very. By the books, very serious. There's not a lot of uh, uh, room for uh, sarcasm and tone and uh, just kind of uh, cerebral. Uh, uh, what, what am I trying to say? Uh, she's she's and, more rigid. Yes. You, ha- you have more of like a wider viewpoint of life yeah. and the world in general. Yeah. And, uh, well, I, I think I took my 30, whatever, 20, 30, 40% from her. And then I have I have my sense of humor, which where did I get that from? My my dad, <laughs> my you're, real dad, maybe or like I I think you cannot forget or excuse the difference in which you were raised. Mm-hmm. She was raised in Vietnam, yeah, in very different conditions. Yeah, you were raised in a very cush, yeah, San Diego, California life. Right. Very different. You have to remember where she came from, hmm. what she's been through. Yeah, uh, she was an adult when she came here to America. Yeah. She's had to work so hard her whole life. Yeah. She has, she's treated you like she's tried to make your life better. Yeah. And easy and happy. And she's just always tried to lift you up. Yeah. And give you the best she could. She, she, you you can't forget where she came from and what influenced her as opposed to what influenced you. Yeah. So she, she's had to hustle. Totally. She's had to hustle and she, fights. and fight, and she she only knows hard work. Right. Whereas I had, I was raised in the Tony suburbs. You had the luxury of being able to view life from a more uh, humorous right. or relaxed point of view than she had. Right. Wow. Yeah. You. I mean, I I, I was like halfway there on that uh, idea, that thought, and then you completed it for me, honey. And I thank you for that. Uh, okay. Now, that's the end of the program. It's been fun, but not really. Let's all try a little harder next time. Like, comment, subscribe, follow, review, and rate. Or don't. Do whatever you want. You're a grown-up. Make your own decisions. Do what's best for your family. Please be sure to use our promo code for scottscheapflights.com. We don't have a promo code for scottscheapflights.com. Goodbye. I love you. We love you. We hope you have a good day today and tomorrow. And sure, I may have labeled my darling mother as a tiger mom, but I'm still a good person and we're still good people. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your time. I hope you have a wonderful day slash night. Bye-bye.